Thank you for tuning in to For the People News Podcast. I'm your host, Rob. Today is Friday, March 15, 2019. This is episode 7, and the title of this episode is D-Class Coming. Before we get started, don't forget to like us on Facebook at For the People NN. How's everybody doing today? Hope everyone's having a great Friday. Well, testimonies are finally wrapping up. Transcripts are finally being released. And after reading these transcripts, things are coming out that, for the most part, a lot of people already knew. But now it's being confirmed. So that's going to help out the situation a little bit, I think. So some of the going through some of the, the testimonies that went on the past couple days and so reading some of the highlights of the transcripts. Clinton's private personal email service contained a mixture of emails related to the Clinton Foundation, her work as Secretary of State, and other matters. Although the FBI eventually took possession of the servers, the possession was based upon the negotiation of Department of Justice attorneys for consent. Now that's hilarious. Now, I'll get into that a, a little further. Limitations were imposed on agent searches, including date ranges, and names of domains and people. So, not only did the DOJ sit down with Clinton's attorneys and ask them, basically, what can you hand over? When they did hand it over, there was a special team put in place that imposed limitations on the agents trying to investigate the matter. They tried, they hindered this investigation from day one. When have you ever heard of the DOJ sitting down with attorneys from the suspected perpetrator to self-select what the FBI gets to see? I mean, when in history has that ever happened? The DOJ, it's clear as day, was basically hear no evil, see no evil. We don't care about the truth. You know, none of the none of this is even remotely fair. It's all a double standard. They do all this for Clinton. But then when they bring the investigation up against Trump, man, they're just going all out on him, huh? They're not sitting down with him asking him, oh, turn over what you can, please. This is going and taking it. Raiding Michael Cohen's office. Raiding his house. Roger Stone. I mean, and nothing on Russian collusion. Also, Lisa Page confirmed that the FBI was ordered under the Obama DOJ not to consider charging Hillary Clinton for gross negligence in the handling of classified information. I'm telling you, anyone else within our military or our government that got caught doing this would be in jail right now. Sticking within that arena. So the special counsel's investigation is wrapping up. It's completed. It's said to be recommended indicting three of President Trump's children, Don Jr., Ivanka, Eric, and his son-in-law, Jared. It also claimed that Mueller wants President Trump himself to be indicted. But Barr is said to oppose this, so I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, can indict a sitting president. So, I mean, we'll see where that goes. For his children and Jared, they're being indicted for financial crimes. And Mueller wants to charge Trump with obstruction of justice. None of it's going to be Russia collusion. Not one. Not nothing. So it's kind of funny, because everything was reported yesterday that Mueller would make the case for collusion. So, once again... Those headlines are false and fake. You know, ex, the ex-CIA director, too, he thought that the children were going to be indicted today, on Friday. That didn't happen. Now, the day's not over yet, so it definitely can happen. Let me just throw some a wrench in 
in the bush real quick. Now, can a sealed indictment be pulled post-filing? That's the question I'm asking. Let me know in the comments. Did POTUS just install a rogue AG who allows the indictment of his children based on false pretenses? It's going to be interesting. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. One more headline over there. Sticking within that arena also. Someone did a little digging. Not me. I found this. But I thought it was interesting and I thought I should let you guys know. To, to show you how connected everybody within this Russia collusion hoax and the Clinton email scandal. I want to just show you how everyone's connected. So Rod Rosenstein. We all know him. He was on the prosecution team that fully exonerated Hillary Clinton in the Whitewater scandal. And he exonerated both Hillary and Bill Clinton in two other scandals. Soon after that, his wife represented Bill Clinton in a 1998 and 1999 civil case in federal court. So Rod Rosenstein's wife is connected within all this too, not just Rod Rosenstein. His wife also. I'm telling you, these people, they all know each other. They all work with each other. They've been working with each other for, for decades. Rod Rosenstein's wife is a protege of R. Craig Lawrence, whose law firm defends clients, which are all Democrats, by the way, against FOIA requests, Freedom of Information Act requests. They have represented Hillary Clinton 17 times. They've represented Bill Clinton 40 times. Barack Obama 45 times. Robert Mueller three times. And five times for the FBI. Come on, people. I mean, the connections are all right there, clear as day, right in front of your face, and people still don't want to believe this. I mean, there's so much, so many lies going on. Why did Adam Schiff say that the talks with Michael Cohen were limited, but did not mention the 14 hours him and his staff spent preparing Michael Cohen before his hearing? Why did Adam Schiff fail to disclose that he met with Glenn Simpson? whose dossier oppo research was funded by the Hillary Clinton campaign. Why did, why did Adam Schiff try to block Congress from learning that the Clinton campaign paid for the dossier? This is all obstruction of justice. Every single one of those people should be brought up on charges. But yet here we are, spending millions of dollars trying to, in, trying to impeach a sitting president. Oh, things are going to get real hectic in D.C. Real hectic gonna be crazy now I don't know if anybody else had this problem but yesterday Facebook was down and when I mean down I mean I tried to I tried to log in and it said I had the wrong password I mean this thing was like completely offline now they're saying that they were configuring server changes so the one last thing I want to get into that I think is real important because a lot of people especially a lot of people that I talk to they say that Trump hasn't done nothing for this country. This country's getting worse. This country's going down the toilet. Nothing could be further from the truth. Okay, and I just want to, I'm just going to leave this podcast with a couple accomplishments that the Trump administration has done. Okay? Real gross domestic product growth exceeded 3% over the last four quarters. All right, this is the eighth time this year that the unemployment rate has been below 4%. Prior to this year, the unemployment rate had fallen below 4% only five times since 1970. Job openings outnumber the unemployed for the first time on record. 
Since the election, 4.6 million Americans have been lifted off of food stamps. Consumer confidence has soared under President Trump, recently reaching an 18-year high. The woman's unemployment rate recently reached its lowest rate in 65 years. Since taking office, President Trump's deregulation efforts have achieved $33 billion in regulatory savings. And in 2018, these efforts alone delivered $23 billion in benefits to American families and business owners. Regulations do not work. All it is is a ploy to take money, raise taxes, and the money doesn't even go to help anything that it says it's helping. The money lines the pockets of our congressmen and senators. President Trump announced U.S. withdrawal from the Paris Climate Agreement, which a lot of people were saying were, was bad, but if you will go and read the Paris Agreement, it would have raised taxes and cost us jobs. Go read it. Do your own research. The administration authorized $12 billion to aid farmers affected by unfair retaliatory tariffs. Yes, tariffs are bad, but to get the trade deal that we want and need from China, it was a must. And because the retaliatory tariffs from China on our agriculture, Trump found a way to get $12 billion to help them out. President Trump is supporting America's men and women in uniform, securing the largest military pay raise in nearly a decade. They're overseas away from their families. Pay them. It's the least we can do. President Trump empowered our military commanders with broad authority and order to take the fight to ISIS and the results are very clear remember Obama ordering them giving them strict rules and strict codes that they had to follow that you couldn't attack them like this you can't attack them here you can't attack them there Trump opened it up and said go take care of them all of ISIS territory in Iraq was was successfully liberated all the sanctions that have been lifted or waived under the under the Iran deal have been reimposed now that's good why are we taking sanctions off one of the biggest terrorist countries in the world? The president's leadership in the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, also known as NATO, has encouraged members to increase their defense spending and realign the alliance's priorities. About time. President Trump secured a record $73.1 billion in funding for the Department of Veteran Affairs to provide quality medical care for our veterans. They took care of us. We definitely need to take care of them. In a historic show of transparency and accountability, the Trump administration completed the Department of Defense's first ever audit. All that talk from Obama about transparency, we ain't get nothing. All we did was get lied to. And if you think I'm lying about that, go see what happened under his administration and go see how he responded in news conferences. The lies are clear as day. The president implemented a five-year ban on lobbying for White House employees and a lifetime ban on lobbying for foreign countries. Yeah, can you believe that? All that was allowed before he, before he implemented all that. Each quarter since taken office, President Trump has donated his salary, fulfilling, his, fulfilling a promise he made to the American people. On his campaign trail, he said he would not get, take a dime for being president. And ever since he's taken office... He has donated his check to a different part of the government. He doesn't need the money. And the last one I'll leave it at. President Trump is reshaping our federal judiciary, appointing judges who will follow the Constitution. 
Well, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today. Remember to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ForThePeopleNN. Thank you for tuning in to For The People News Podcast. I'm your host, Rob. Until next time.